It's time. Time to wake up and connect. Connect the dots, I say. Hey, this is Connect the Dots Radio Show. This is your host, Tom Edison. Yeah. And uh, if you were listening to the last show, uh, the Yoga Man, Charles Reed himself, boy, did he have a lot of important information about the, uh, the bad things related to the vaccines. That's right. This is uh, America Radio Free, BBS Radio, where we can speak freely about vaccines. Yeah. And they can't delete us or stop us or um, uh, interfere with us speaking the truth. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Vaccines are illogical for many reasons, if we're talking about human health. But as we see, if you listen to the last hour with the ET Yoga Man, that they have uh, inserted all kinds of dangerous control mechanisms and evil control mechanisms into the vaccines that they duped the general public into uh, having injected into their sacred bodies. Your body is your temple. You violated one of the uh, most important things in life uh, as a human on planet Earth. You allowed poison. You volunteered to have poisons, and you were warned beforehand not to do this, and you didn't listen to the warnings. You know, a lot of you are paying a heavy price for that now. Uh, May God help us those of us that uh, got duped into doing it. And uh, there is work being done to uh, help some of these victimized people. That's right. The vaccine takers are the victims here. And um, there's a lot of undoing to be undone. And uh, don't, uh, like they always say on the TV, ask your uh, local doctor. Well, in this case, your local doctor, like uh, uh, the yoga man said, your local doctor isn't going to know what to do to help you. He doesn't have a clue of how deep this thing goes because they didn't teach uh, how to undo uh, uh, trickster vaccines in uh, that are loaded with poisons that are connected to uh, microwave systems that can be uh, activated remotely with the right frequencies. And it's an evil concoction that these um, poor innocent people, you know, the goody two-shoes people, the ones who want to obey the rules. Well, you know, unfortunately, that's an important lesson to learn on planet Earth. And some of us are learning it the hard way now. But I'll be the first to say, you don't trust a damn government. Come on, the governments have been crooked and evil throughout history, with few exceptions, small bits of time, times in certain parts of certain centuries, certain decades. There has been some good work 
done by governments, but those are far exceeded by the evil and obnoxious and criminal behavior by the people who become elected to or self-appointed to govern over you. Their word is even sickening. Government. Does anybody really want to be governed? Well, yeah, I guess there are a few uh, people out there that want that, but most of us don't. We want to be free souls. We are free souls. And... uh, You need to declare your sovereignty. A lot of uh, good places out on the Internet, you know, just on Twitter alone, you can find the people out there, the star seeds, basically, who can give you the information of how to declare your sovereignty, you know, declare void any contracts you got duped into signing up for. You have to uh, openly and sometimes verbally and loudly declare, I am a sovereign being and I cancel any uh, evil contracts I was duped into signing. Basically, that's what it is, but you have to declare that sovereignty. Nobody can do it for you, really. So you need to uh, give yourself an education. This is a place to get it. I'm telling you, it's actually on Twitter. Look for the star seeds. Start following them. I mean, you can go on Twitter without joining Twitter and follow these star seeds, but you're not going to have easy access to them, and then you won't be able to even ask them any questions if you're not joining. It's easy to join Twitter. You won't get canceled if you don't uh, say anything too boldly. and um, But you can get an education on what is happening, the details. You can get the follow-up. You don't even have to join Twitter. I mention it every week. Um, write this down, if you, unless you've got a perfect uh, uh, memory, and everybody's memory is being ticked with because of all the uh, negative frequencies out there. So you might want to write it down, grab that implement, even if you have to use a crayon. Use something and write it down. 2012portal.blogspot.com. And that's the Cobra site that gives you the intel of how the battle is going. Yeah, the spiritual battle. It's been going on for a long time. And they're finally, the light has declared victory, but we still got to do the mop up. You know, just like any other war. You know, even when the uh, the peace treaty gets signed, and there is no peace treaty in this case, uh, uh, even though one side knows they've won, there's still the mopping up to do. Um, because you have the diehards that want to hold on in their holes in the ground until they're finally flushed out. Uh, and that's the way it's still playing out. To some extent, and the surface population, that's us. Uh, we are the last ones to be rescued and the last ones to be helped. But there's work going on already behind the scenes. These groups called the resistance, the whiteheads, etc., etc. You need to give yourself an education about whom I'm talking about here because this is the battle going on. And we all have our parts to play in it, too. You know, and one of them is definitely you, the listener, unless you've done it already, you need to declare your sovereignty. 
because you've been under control since birth. You just weren't aware of it back then. And now every, all these poor souls who uh, volunteered to have these uh, pharmaceutical concoctions uh, with uh, injected into them, they are they are walking. Uh, <laughs> they are walking uh, pawns, walking puppets for the dark side. As was explained in the last show, certain frequencies, these people that are walking around with the graphene in their uh, blood system and cells, they can be remotely controlled to do things that normal people couldn't be obligated to do. But when you're under the control of these frequency-controlled, uh, we could call them nanobots that have been injected into your system, your willpower is really suppressed. And uh, if you were suppressed enough to volunteer and allow the government to trick you, imagine how suppressed your thinking is going to be when they turn on the juice and try to send you out there and do dirty deeds. And that's coming. Uh, meanwhile, some of the bad things put in uh, some of the people are being removed, but it's a real tedious task, and it takes a long time, and it's not going to happen uh, that soon, you know? They're doing them one at a time uh, because it's all tricky work, you know? And uh, you vaccine volunteers, you didn't help matters worse. You, you helped the enemy out by taking the vaccine. You got tricked into their diabolical plan, and you're you're uh, under um, potential robot control right now. You just don't realize it, and believe me, uh, there this is uh, evil science, but it's real science. And uh, it's also been mentioned the reptilians are behind this. Oh, is that why we hate snakes? I don't know, but uh, it could be. And uh, those of you who've uh, read the Bible, I mean, in the, the first book of the Bible, there in Genesis, they're talking about, uh, you know, they're giving a, a metaphorical scenario of the uh, the Garden of Eden situation where the, uh, uh, the snake, the talking snake, the serpent is... Uh, tricking Eve into doing something she shouldn't do. And as I've explained before, that story is not accurate, but the general principle of reptilians being behind uh, evil against humanity, that is correct. And they knew something about it then, and they did their best to uh, attempt to put that into a translatable uh, form in the writing of that book called Genesis. But it's not an accurate depiction. They even have the dates wrong. Uh, I tell you, um, for those real truth seekers, the real truth and the historic history of the earth and events like, you know, um, the Garden of Eden um, is in this uh, bit of information called the Fifth Apocle Revelation to Humanity. And, you know, I, I I question everything and I challenge everything. And this information, I haven't come across anything uh, seriously to contradict the information. And, of course, it's quite believable in the fact that it was sent to us here in humanity. No human had to write it down. It was printed out for us. 
in English. How about that? And uh, it was to be passed on as was given. The authors identified themselves and their authority to give this information that's archived in some safe world out there in the universe where the dark side can't get at them to alter it. So it's a pretty reliable source of information, but you've got to go searching for it, you know? Uh, and then when you find it, you have to test it against everything that's out there and try to make some sense of it. Now, what's interesting about the fifth apocal revelation given to humanity, um, actually the fourth apocal revelation was, they mentioned, was uh, uh, the teachings of Jesus when he was on the earth about 2,000 years ago. That was the fourth apocal revelation. The fifth apocal revelation was given, uh, um, you know, around 100 years ago to humanity. And it's been hidden and floating around uh, ever since. Um, but you can find it if you look for it. And um, the uh, the point being made here is that uh, we have knowledge of, of uh, we have uh, disclosure knowledge of how things are really set up in the universe that aren't, Galactic Federation brothers and sisters who are in our solar system for many star nations who are helping us out. We have information in that fifth apocal revelation given to humanity. It wasn't given to the others, so they don't even know what some of us know. And uh, there's certain things that humanity, bits of information we've been given that the other star nations never were given. Even the fourth apocalypse revelation, which is the teachings of Jesus, a lot of that information, um, the other star nations were not given that information. And um, that's one of the problems with the cleanup program that's going on here. I've been moaning about it, and I do moan about things because somebody has to moan about it. Maybe Maybe uh, someone in the Galactic Federation is listening that, hey, you know, the biggest mistake that you guys have made is you're not consulting those of us humans, like myself, and there's others, that have supreme knowledge of humanity from living a recent life here that you couldn't possibly have up, get by, uh, uh, you know, floating around in your spacecraft. And uh, you're missing out on that information. That information could have brought this whole thing to finality already. It still could. But, you know, I put my feelers out there. I've asked. And apparently you guys, the Galactic Federation, yeah, you're worried about us. You're worried about about contacting us. But you got to get beyond worry because then you're submitting to the fear that's propagated by the dark side. You know, the dark side is not as smart as you think they are. Yeah, they, you know, especially the, uh, the ET intelligence that rule the dark side puppets on planet Earth. You know, the 12 ruling families or 13 ruling families, the ultra filthy rich people on Earth, the humans. Yeah, they're actually ruled by dark side ETs from other worlds. But 
you put them all in the same boat together, and they are not as smart as they think they are. Anybody who knows how to play a good game of chess can beat them at anything they're doing. And I happen to be uh, an excellent chess player. And uh, that's it. You're missing out. I mean, this whole situation could be down the road uh, a lot faster. You know, I'm not saying this to brag because I know what I know and I know my talents and I don't have to brag to know what I know and I don't have to do anything or prove anything to know what I know. I simply know what I know. It's called knowing this. And I know when I know things that others don't know. You know, it's just an, an inherent comprehension of the situation. I can determine by how you're talking, what words you're using. That's why verbal com uh, communication is important. Of course, these galactics, they want to be communicated with telepathically. Yeah, I understand that because humans need practice in telepathic communication, but from having done it myself, we're on planet Earth here, we're in the final battle, and verbal communication could certainly move this battle along a little faster. Sure, we won, but we're still suffering here on Earth. And you want to uh, uh, get the, if you're looking at the, the game board, a game of chess, or I call it earthly living chess, well, we can get the checkmate of the dark side a lot faster if you guys out there in the spacecraft and the 52-star nations start communicating with us verbally. Because telepathic communication is kind of like in emails to some extent. Oh, it's a little better than that, of course, but it's sort of a one-way conversation. You know, you say something... Yeah, I'll grasp what you were saying. I understand what uh, what's uh, um, going down, what the plan is, and all that. But suppose I see the flaw in your plan, and suppose I I want to explain to you how it can be done differently. And, you know, I don't know how how well uh, can telepathic communication be. Anybody tune into it? You know, I mean, when we uh, get down to face to face meetings. Uh, and you know how to protect your thoughts, uh, and if we're worried about somebody even recording the information, I always write down on a piece of paper. <laughs> if you know how to uh, read what's on the paper and, and hold those thoughts in and not telecommunicate it back to anybody until you're in, in a safe zone, uh, it's a pretty safe method. But that requires a physical meaning, and uh, that requires you to be smart enough to set one up uh, without, um, you know, revealing what you're doing. Maybe you guys don't know how to do that. You know, uh, I claim to have a better way of doing everything, and I can always back up anything I'm saying. Very few people can say that, but I can say it because I can, and I have a 100% track record and doing those things. And if I got, I'm off one time, that's one out of a million times I'm wrong. I'm that good. You know, I didn't get, I wasn't exactly born that good, but when you want to, when you know you're good and you want to uh, fine tune your talents, you can make yourself almost infallible. 
uh, and perfecting how good you are at something. There's always a possibility I could be wrong, but guess what? That possibility is so remote. Uh, I excluded it. But if it happens, I'm in awe. I say, oh, wow. I haven't made a mistake in a thousand days, you know, whatever. It's unimportant. It's not important that uh, you have a, a complete record. It's more important that you have a 99.9% track rate because there will always be a situation that will come up that you could possibly be wrong. But we can't move ahead with worrying about that uh, infinitesimal small amount of wrongness. We have to move ahead on the basis that we're going to get it right and we're going to get it right the first time. And that's the basis I operate on. And uh, I did the perfect thing. I've been not tweeting it out there. You know, this show right here. You know, this is a call-in radio show, 888-627-6008. And that's a perfect way for the Galactic Federation to call me. And then I'll explain to them um, how we can go to step two and how we can proceed uh, to have some safe contact. It's not as difficult as you think. If you keep thinking that there's no way to safely talk to us and that the dark side will find out, well, then you've defeated uh, the situation already. And I'm telling you, you know, I don't have to... I don't know how to explain this, but I'll say it again. The dark side is not as smart as they think they are. And they can be easily fooled, just as easy as they fool us all the time. And they won't, you know, to those of us like myself who know how to put forth strategies out there, uh, you know, if you're good at setting up strategies in a chess-like manner, your opponent is not going to know you've even got a strategy in play. That's what being really good at things are. I don't think you Galactic Federation guys are that good. You're too straightforward. You know, we're playing against the darkest of the darkest here on Earth, and believe me, you got to be slick to fool these guys, but you can be. Because anybody who knows how to invent new strategies on the spot, you just simply invent a new one that nobody has ever heard about, and then they won't see it coming. You get the point here? It's really that easy, but you got to have a split-second decision mind. you got to be instantaneous, and you got to initiate it carefully as to not give uh, give it away, what what's going on. But it can be done easily by people like me, and yet you're still in the fear mode about worrying about my safety. Listen, I know what the truth is, okay? I don't even have to be in contact with my, my higher self to know the truth, okay? I know what the truth is. And uh, some of it's in the fifth apocal revelation, and I know that I am an eternal soul. I'm a soul living in the body. And I know that, it, it, you know, you can uh, send a missile uh, to where I'm uh, doing the show from and kill me, you know? But I'm not going to die. My soul isn't going to die. You can kill the body. And I'm going to live on, you know? And uh, that's it. So I'm not worried about about it, you know? Uh, and uh, I've heard all your qualms on, on Twitter 
uh, from the star seeds about the things you're worried about. I've heard it from the the Cobra site. But what you're worried about it and you're concerned about our safety. But, you know, in this specific situation here, I've given you permission to do it. Just contact me and let's get this show on the road. And you wouldn't believe how faster you can move things when you have strategies that move things faster. You know, a good chess player can checkmate the, uh, an ignorant opponent in three or four moves that fast. And it works every time against people who don't really know how to play chess, you know. And so think of that. I don't know if you guys play chess or not, but just think of that. That's how fast you can do when you you got something, uh, um, introduce a strategy that your opponent has never seen before. And the importance of learning how to play chess is to learn how to invent new strategies. I never uh, desired to learn the so-called strategies of the masters because upon the first day of learning how to play the game of chess at eight years of age, I I saw how easy it was to just invent strategies. All you do is look ahead. If you have the uh, ability to look ahead, you know, 20, 30 moves on each piece, you know, at age eight, I had a fine-tuned mind already and could do that. Why the hell am I going to waste my time reading uh, some uh, Russian guy's uh, grand chess manners, uh, strategies of how he won the game? Yeah, it's pointless, you know? When you've got your mind trained to invent new strategies, it doesn't matter what anybody else did. And if you can think 20, 30 moves in ahead, and you don't have to think 20, 30 moves in ahead with the dark side, you have to think maybe uh, two, three, four at the most. You know, if I do this, what are they going to do? Blah, blah, that. And you can work them into the corner real fast. It's that easy. You understand that? It's Galactic Federation. If there's anybody listening out there in the Galactic Federation, sure, you guys have all the tech answers and you guys are great at dismantling their high-tech equipment and stuff like that. But to beat them in the strategy game, it's way easier than you think. You know, and I'm somebody who uh, perfected that. You know, I don't have to know uh, the uh, where the spacecraft or uh, the beds. You said you removed them all. I don't have to know all the details. This is how simple I solve problems. If I ever get to meet with you before you guys land on Earth, <laughs> I'll show you really quickly how to do it. I'll ask you the key questions, you know, but we we have to do it in a verbal conversation because I don't have time to listen to you, to what you're doing or something like that. I'll ask the question and get the answer faster verbally than you could ever telepathically because I'll focus on the key moments. I don't need to know the whole detailed story. In fact, I heard enough already about what's going on. But this is how you simply solve a problem. First of all, you got to be knowledgeable, and then you ask the other person who has the knowledge that you don't, you ask them the key questions. The answers to the key questions moves you along to the next question, and it's in a short matter of time before you have the strategy. <laughs> it's that simple. Believe me. You know? But you'll never know how simple it is until you meet with somebody like me. 
and will have to do it basically on my terms, you know, and it's got to be verbal communication because that's where my expertise is, and that's how I work my strategy. Telepathically is not going to work because you're going to be telling me what decisions you've decided on already and how it goes best. That's fine. But that's quick, not quickening the situation. And quickening the situation is answering the questions that I'll ask. And if you haven't done that before, uh, telepathically uh, or verbally, well, you're not going to, you know, uh, telepathic communication will be cruel. In this case, we're talking about strategies to defeat the dark side quicker. It has to be done in a verbal conversation with someone who's lived an adequate amount of time on planet Earth like I have and uh, seen all aspects of society, except that of the filthy rich. Uh, you know, I wasn't born with a spoon in my mouth, and I wouldn't have learned as much as I did unless I started at the bottom and found out what was going on with the average person. And uh, I am more than qualified to do this, but you guys are still suffering from fear. You know, it's nice to be considerate of us and you're fearful that uh, we might get harmed. But I get like I can say, I said again, I gave you the perfect thing. You got the phone number. Call in. That'll be step one. And what we can just talk briefly and I'll explain to you, not the strategy on the phone. <laughs> God forbid. I'll explain to you how we can set up a, a contact meeting. I'll explain it to you. Okay. Obviously, you don't know how to do it already, and you're worried about it. And unfortunately, the only opportunities out there is to play Dean's willing to land the ship on private property. Well, I'm a poverty person. I don't have property, okay? Uh, you know, so I, I don't have a place for you to land the ship. But if we had a, a, first, a few verbal conversations... And uh, there's a safe way to do it, you know. Uh, first, we make a few phone conversations. That means you got to have a burner phone on you, something that's registered to somebody that can't be traced. And then you make it short and sweet, and then you throw the phone away. And uh, if they try to home in, you'll be gone. <laughs> Go find it. They might find the phone. Of course, turn it up by a cheap phone that can't be tracked that easy. You know, you've done the conversation, pull out the battery, and, and uh, yeah, you could probably keep the phone then if you just pull out the battery and toss the battery. Uh, and uh, that's how you do it, basically. And eventually, we'll set up a place to meet. Uh, I'll, I'll pick the spot, you know, and then maybe you can get some... Uh, uh, a county map out. You ever look at a county map? Sure, you can Google it, but if you Google it, someone is going to be watching that you're Googling that map. So what you go to do, you go to a store, uh, you know, you have to be in, uh, I guess, uniform, or you uh, send one of your trusty human star seats, go in and buy a county map near the location, and, and then you can study that and you understand where I want the craft to land and at a specific time. And, uh, yeah, we can do it that way, too. But it all starts with the phone conversation into this show. You know, I mean, you got technology to hide a spaceship uh, in the cloud. Well, do it from one of those spaceships hidden in the cloud, you know? And make the phone call. 
and keep it short. I'll tell you, and I'll say, hey, I don't have <laughs> You say these things, uh, you can think them too, but this is a, a live radio. So, so you have to be engaged in the conversation. You can say, hey, this is the Galactic Federation checking you up on your phone call invitation. But I got to talk fast because we got to get the craft out of here because they're triangulating us right now. Okay. I understand. And I'll just simply tell you what to do. And uh, you'll do it, and we'll check it the uh, the information regarding what you did. We'll come back to me, and we'll check it from there. It's that simple, and it's safe too. Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, responsiveness is an important aspect of reality. Unresponsiveness is a negative factor. And you can't keep using the excuse you're worried about our safety. No, I mean, we can listen to that once, but you can't keep coming up. We've made plenty of movies on Earth that depict uh, people being unresponsive and people, yeah, I know you are not people, okay? Uh, Whatever you want to call yourself. Um, unresponsiveness and people using the same excuse over and over again. Countless movies that touch on this. In fact, while you're uh, floating around in the clouds in your spacecraft, you ought to be watching uh, the history of movie making. Watch as many movies as possible, especially the science fiction ones. <laughs> you might recognize some of your spacecraft in them. Um, and some of the events that are talked about in some of the movies. But there's plenty of movies out there you could be learning about humanity beyond what you know already. And I know from just going on Cobra's site that you guys are lacking in the knowledge of humanity. You know, and so you ought to be concerned because everything I'm talking about here is bringing the situation to finality. You know, we the good people of Earth, we want you to land and give us the goodies that you've been uh, wetting our appetite with, and we want the dark side rounded up and removed. And we can do that a lot faster when you start cooperating with those of us on the world here that know how to deal with things, know how to make things happen quicker, know how to invent strategies. Right now, what are you doing? To, you know, the Pleiadians, they sound like great people. You know, I've talked to people, they claim they're Pleiadian starseeds and whatever. And um, I never get anything but vague answers out of them, the ones I physically talk to. Yeah, we go, I need them in my dreams or something like that. But uh, um, that's not really telling me too much. Um, they know apparently you don't meet with them personally. You know, some people are lucky to meet with them. Uh, I think about David Wilcox and uh, his buddy there. Uh, I think they meet with him. Um, but th- those people are not strategist geniuses. They're not, okay? They're good people, and they have a lot of experience uh, meeting with extraterrestrials due to the fact that you pull them up in the spacecraft and take them on events and stuff like that. But you, you really need to meet with the people, like I said, like myself, that are very knowledgeable. 
uh, or even, even the guy who had the last show, Charles Greenman, is a very knowledgeable person. He'd be an interesting person to me, but I don't know if he knows how to set up strategies to keep himself safe, but I surely do. And, uh, it, you know, when I hear about the Pleiadians, you know, right before Russia, because I probably, I got a lot of this intel uh, drifts back onto Twitter because I follow a lot of people that are well-informed. And the, um, the information was that the Pleiadians were meeting with the Russian government and trying to talk them in to not starting the, the war in the Ukraine. Well, and they failed on their mission. And my guess is, I wasn't there, it's because they lacked the knowledge of what you need to say to humans on the planet. Uh, certain humans, every human you have to talk to differently. Eight billion people here. I talk to personally, I talk to everybody I know differently. I talk to very few people I talk to the same, you know? Uh, I make a determination when I begin talking to somebody. What am I going to talk to this person about? And as the conversation goes on, I get a, I get the parameters real quick. What I can talk about, what I can't talk about, what they'll understand, what they don't understand. It's called instantaneous comprehension. Uh, write that down in your book. Anyhow, um, these Pleiadians, they mean well, but they, 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 they were talking to the wrong people. I mean, sure, it's the Russian government and Putin and his boys are going to make the decision, but you didn't apparently know what to say, you know? And, uh, you know, we love the idea of good, uh, good-hearted people. We love the idea of you coming here and this idea of you coming here, you're going to rescue us and round up the bad guys, but you haven't rounded up all the bad guys yet. And from what I gathered, uh, Putin was worried about the biological labs, which they could have been used as weapons against uh, anybody who's not part of the world order. And, of course, the Russians are not part of the world order, or at least Putin isn't. There might be uh, uh, plants within his um, new world order, plants within his government. But uh, he didn't say the right thing to get him to uh, do it. And uh, But I, I guarantee... Uh, if I had talked to him, I would have oh, at least got some results beyond just being rejected. And um, this is what the Pleiadians don't understand. They have great compassion for us. But from what I understand, they're loving creatures. But they they don't understand of how to communicate with evil. And for God's sake, stop talking to le- world leaders. These are the scum of the planet. You know, even we know that. We know the leaders in government, they're all crooks. Uh, they have no conscience. These aren't the people to be talking to. Sure, you want to be respectful, but these people are in the category of trash. Uh, backstabbing, no good so-and-sos. You know, why do you want to try to communicate with them? They're not going to change their evil ways for you. They're going to ask, well, what am I going to get out of it? And that, that'll be the end of the conversation there, apparently. Uh, you know, you got to talk to the, the, the real people in the world. These are people that don't have authoritative positions, aren't, aren't part of government. You know, we're free-thinking individuals. We're the people you need to be talking to. 
and then we can explain to you when you have access to the government. We don't have access to these people unless we have a lot of money. That's the way it works on Earth. You know? You, you wanted uh, Putin to agree with you? Well, that would have been an easy tactic. <laughs> Show up, uh, you know, you have replicating machines. Replicate him, uh, uh, you know, $100 trillion worth of rubles. You know, you might have uh, considered it differently. Or better yet, replicate the money needed to buy out the bad guys so they can stop what they're doing for the money they collect. You know, you got a replicator, so you can make an infinite amount of money. Don't worry about inflation. That's that's one of the lies of uh, uh, the controllers of planet Earth, you know? I mean, you got those, uh, all those new world order crooks, you know? Give them as much money as they want. Maybe they'll stop being crooked then because they don't, they won't need their money anymore. They'll have all they want and they can go out and buy this and buy that. And, uh, that's what they truly want, you know? They'll set up their own kingdoms, but whatever, at least you'll be breaking up the new world order. And, uh, and that, that's a tactic that'll probably easily work, but we don't want to really do that. We want, we want to, uh, remove these people from planet Earth. No questions asked. I mean, as far as you know, um, the, you know, we we know that he, uh, certain ET groups abduct people. Well, in fact, I've even had the pleasure of seeing the mechanism, one of the mechanisms that can be used to swoop people up without them even knowing about it. Uh, it's in my book. Why don't you read it? You learn something about humanity. Uh, so I know it can be done. And, uh, I mean, there's more than one way to do uh, beam people up or zap them up. And, um, you know, I don't hold the technology in the palm of my hand. I don't need to. But I'm sure you guys have those technologies. And why don't you just get rid of these people, you know? Take them off our world. Then you can just quickly land and set us on the right track. And just think of all the people that are suffering now that you can help with those med beds that you're, um, you know, I've, I've floated a message uh, on Twitter just like last week about like, why, you know, there's safe ways to bring these med beds out. We all heard about them. Well, maybe we haven't. If you're listening to my voice, you haven't heard about the med beds. Well, go searching on Twitter. You'll, uh, put, uh, talk to the star seeds. You'll get some information on the med beds. You'll see the picture of what they look like. And, uh, you know, unless, unless, uh, Galactic Federation is lying to us and there are no med beds, but I, I, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt unless somebody proves that there aren't any, that these beds do exist. I mean, we've heard some explanations how they work and how they can, regenerate limbs and how they can make you young. Come on, we all want these things. So we're all getting deprived of that because you guys have cold feet. You know, sure, you can't uh, publicly land and bring them out there without getting a lot, a big uh, uh, bloody battle from um, they're still too powerful, the dark side. So, and they, and, and, uh, they, they've um, got you by the, uh, with your uh, threat of uh, setting up bombs and stuff like that and annihilating innocent people. But there are several safe ways to start introducing these 
med beds quietly. Again, you'll have to talk to somebody like me that knows how to do these things. Again, the dark side is not that smart. You can start uh, bringing them in one by one amongst people that can be trusted to keep, uh, you know, keep it under wrap. But um, those few beds brought down will help millions of suffering people uh, regain an aspect of life, you know, regain their health. And the longer we drag this thing out, the more people are going to suffer. None of us want people suffering. None of us normal people. (laughs) We know the demons want people suffering because they feed off that. But uh, there's no reason for ignoring my honest request. And it's simple. All you have to do, I mean, is there no one in the Galactic Federation? Supposedly billions of starships out there. Uh, I don't know. Do, Do you get to hear my show? Uh, is there no one with the guts to call in and uh, get something started here? I mean, really? You know? This is the only safe way I can I can uh, uh, put the message out there is on my radio show. You know? But you have to respond to what I'm saying. It takes two to tango. And um, apparently you're all sca- scared or, you know, you, you've... Uh, you swallowed the fear envelope given to you by the uh, the dark side. Sure, they can probably uh, do many bad things to us, but if they don't suspect you're doing something, how would that? They're not going to act on something they're not aware of that's going on. And you guys apparently don't know how to do those kind of things, so that's why you need to talk to those of us who know how to do it. Living my whole life, you know, I've had, I had, you know, we all learn quickly on earth what we can let our government know because we know government is evil and they're crooked and they're no good so and so's. And uh, we know that certain things we want to keep from them because when we're honest, we don't get a reward. (laughs) We get taken for a ride to the cleaners more so than if we learn how to what to withhold from them, what information to withhold from the government, and uh, what things to avoid. And so we're masters at dealing uh, with uh, this kind of a situation. And you guys are not. You're pretty straightforward, you know? You're coming from the the galaxy where there's the galactic codex in place and everybody gets along. Well, then you have no experience in dealing with... uh, scummy governments like we have here on Earth. Uh, (laughs) That's why, again, you need to be talking to us. And uh, don't rely on just the star students. They're on their mission. They have to concentrate on that. You know, they aren't really mingling with uh, the lowlifes on the planet, uh, we could call them, the useless eaters or whatever. Uh, The dark side wants to call them the common people. And uh, some of the most decent people on earth are the common people. We have no money, we have no property, but we have good hearts. And we know how to uh, be loving, caring people. And these are the people you should be meeting with. So uh, that's about it, pretty much. You know, uh, hey, guys out there in the spacecraft, 
one of you have the guts to call into my radio show and let's get something started. We don't want to wait to July of 2025 to the last minute till it's a perfect situation to land. We want to make it happen soon, and we can. But you guys got to be a little more responsive, you know? You know, responsiveness is a two-way street. It requires participation. You know, hey, I've done my show. I've participated in the mass meditations, including the one that uh, uh, won the tide. What was it, last December? Where we reached the goal, all we had to get was 144,000 people meditate. Should be should should have been simple, but I, I didn't mind participation. On the goal was reached, and we got other factors involved. We have divine intervention uh, happening now, and but you guys are on the battlefront here. You need to be making some command decisions, and uh, that'll move things along faster. Yeah. It's important in especially dire situations to move them along faster. Yeah? Uh, once you finally land, well, I guess we got all the time in the world then, but until then, there's going to be a lot of continued suffering, and, you know, on purpose by the dark side because that's what makes them happy. You know, they want to see people suffer. They want to uh, rule with an iron fist and rule over as much as possible uh, to serve their masters, the dark side, which are the evil ETs, uh, probably most of the reptilians, whatever percentage it is, and the demonic spirits. How many of people that are part of the New World Order, do they, don't they realize that they're being controlled by demonic spirits, invisible demonic spirits? It's not all reptilians. Uh, there's uh, several groups of dark ones out there, but they still all can be tricked. Come on. Again, why don't you watch, uh, you guys watch the Earth movies in the last hundred years? Plenty of stories about tricking the old so smart devil, uh, giving more credit than he deserves, and um, maybe you'll pick up a few pointers there. But it all involves a strategy. And uh, forget about learning how to play chess via the grand chess masters. Play, play a game of chess with me, and you'll see how I can pull the rabbit out of the hat and you'll, you'll be, how did you do that? Well, you know, you got to plan really ahead in some instances. Um, and, uh, but that's how you learn. You play opponents that are tough, opponents that can't be rigged. Um, and uh, <laughs> what can I say? So much for that. I feel sorry for all the people that got duped into getting the vaccine. Say your prayers. Prayers does work. Put your thoughts out there in the universe. Uh, said we all have support teams out there. And uh, pray for your miracles. Um, and um, learn about prayer. You know, you don't have to do it all alone yourself. You, Get a group of people and all pray for the same thing. Yeah, you all you vaccine people all to get together every day and pray in a group. Increase the amount of group and pray for healing from the uh, 
the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Heavenly Father's representative in our universe. Yes, there are more than one universe. And uh, that's the best advice I can give to you. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, make yourself happy. It's important to have fun in life. I've said it before, but I just want to remind everybody. When I wake up in the morning, I gotta go. I'm like a little kid. I have to go out and have a little play every day. I gotta have some kind of fun. You know, sometimes working on a project is fun. I'm working on a, a good uh, video project right now because I enjoy that and I put it out there for free for entertainment purposes out there on the internet. And uh, you got to do that, you know. It's up. You can make yourself happy, really, if you know what you like and go after it and go out there and do it. Don't wait for someone to do it for you. <laughs> Don't wait on anything. Go do it, you know. As long as you're not harming anything, anyone, it's probably okay. But there's just so many enjoyable things to do. You know, go take a walk in nature. That's an experience in itself. But don't just take a walk. Uh, attempt to communicate with nature. Even uh, take a walk in the woods. Sit down and listen to what's going on. Watch. Um, pay attention to all the creatures. Don't be afraid to talk to them. They won't think you're crazy, for, even though they don't speak uh, your language. Talk to them. They can sometimes pick up the telepathic communication tied in with your words. Sometimes you can just look at a creature and the message gets off. You know, hey, I'm friendly. I won't hurt you. And the creature looks back and, yeah, okay, I'll leave you alone too. These things happen when you go out there and communicate. Be sure to go down to the ocean if it's nearby. Get your feet wet. Go out and swim a little. And uh, let the waves move you around, something bigger than you, you know. And uh, where the waves want to take you, you kind of have to go, and you have to learn how to deal with a situation like that. But it's fun. And, uh, again, get out in your car, take a drive, roll down the windows, let the breeze come on you. And... Uh, um, there's just an infinite amount of things to do. Go dancing, you know. If you don't, if it's not possible to go to a club, just put on your favorite music and dance. Dance in the bedroom. Dance in the kitchen. Dance on the back porch. Um, go out in the woods. Turn up, uh, crank up your favorite tunes, and just get out there and dance. Uh, play music, you know. Learn how to play an instrument. So you can accompany yourself singing, you know. You'd be surprised if you know how to vocalize. Go out there and hear birds chirping. Start singing a song, you know. Just your voice. Um, chances are the birds will stop their chattering and and try to sing along with you. They're very friendly in that aspect, and you'll be amazed. There's certain frogs that will sing back with you too. In fact. <laughs> You, ought to, you want to learn about a lot of what you're missing out on. Pick up a copy of my book, Connect the Dots Theory. It's out there. It's a, there's an e-book out there, too. You can get it at Amazon, iTunes, 
All the big places. The book itself can be gotten at Barnes & Noble. Connect the Dots Theory. And you'll find out all the things that I've discovered in life and uh, took pictures of many of it. You know, there's creatures flying around at night that uh, give off light light trails. I have many pictures of them. And uh, I determined that they really like spruce trees. So if you've got a spruce tree, go out there with a camera and uh, with a B-setty on it, use film, not the digital crap. Use the faster, the at least 400 speed film, um, but you can use faster film too. And you'll and use a B setting on the camera, and you can go up to a, a, probably any spruce tree at night, and you'll capture these uh, glowing creatures. The, the light they glow off, and the light trails they leave are just outside of our normal human vision, but the camera will pick it up. Again, yeah, I have to have like a 35-millimeter camera with a B setting on it. Learn about it, night photography. A lot of the pictures in my book, but to inspire you, get my book. Come on, it's only five to seven bucks, or the e-book or something like that. And uh, get an education. I guarantee there isn't a person walking the face of this earth who can buy that book and then... uh, Tell me they didn't learn one thing. There isn't such a person alive. That's how much uh, new stuff I'm sharing in that book. Pictures of flying craft that are hovering in certain areas that go beyond comprehension, go beyond description. You think you've seen all the pictures of all the craft? Well, I've got pictures of weird-looking craft that you've never seen in the book. Aren't you even interested? Connect the dots theory. Get yourself a copy. If you're not willing to spend five to seven dollars to educate yourself in one night about all these amazing things that you're missing out in because uh, nobody told you about them, I'm telling you about them. How can you be that cheap? Come on, you'll go to a restaurant and buy a uh, an expensive drink, alcoholic drink that'll cost you more than it'll cost to buy that book. Plus, you'll always have those pictures on hand to look. We're talking about 75, more than 75 pictures. Awesome pictures of things that drip light in the night. And pictures of the unusual craft, too, and explanations of what you're looking at. You know, (laughs) I would never say my book is greater than the Bible, but I tell you one thing, my book explains what's there. The Bible explains very little. and I've studied the Bible uh, by itself for over nine years. I'm an authority on it, and it doesn't explain too much. Uh, explains very little. But my book, everything in the book is explained. So anyhow... We're coming to the end of the show. You're going to hear the lead guitar solo at the end of my song, Are You the Party and Kind? Hey, you can find it on CD Baby on my album, American Party Songs. If you just want to listen to it, you want to watch the video, it's on YouTube for free. Are You the Party and Kind? P-A-R-T-Y uh, apostrophe N or P-A-R-T-I-N uh, apostrophe. It works either way. Are You the Partying Kind uh, by me, Tom Edison? It's on YouTube. And um, 
I followed that by my anthem. I got to be somebody. Hey, it's the first song on my CD baby album. Songs better than Dylan. And this song is better than any song Dylan wrote. It's called I Got to Be Somebody. You can hear it right now. Okay, Mr. Engineer, time to end the show. Here's the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Without being clear to the world, my ideas. 